there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Catch Big Red Wrap-Up, game highlights and analysis on NET, Nebraska's PBS and NPR stations. Tuesday nights live at 7 on NET World and Facebook and at 10 on NET. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Sasha. And I have to tell you, I'm getting used to this new setup. It's a yeah. headset this week. I so. like this better because... I don't have to worry about moving around. So if I want to gesticulate right. wildly over here, no one will be able to tell. I do. It does control how, because I, I always worry every week how I'm positioned in front of the yeah. microphone or not. So it is yeah. nice. Although I do feel very Britney Spears right yeah. now. Just break out into dance. <laughs> that'll, that'll be, we'll put the video on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, really go look for it. Um, how are you? I'm, I'm well. How are you? good I'm cold I hate this <laughs> I was thinking of you after last <laughs> week when you said I don't like the cold because it has just gotten progressively worse <laughs> well when I work out in a, I got a storage I did see unit. your I did see your Instagram story uh I walked believe oh. it or not you didn't run. running okay. um I was worried about you <laughs> but like touching actual iron and I said this to my husband last night I was like I'm not trying to be like I'm a goosh, but I'm physically touching. It's made out of iron. That would be <laughs> so cold. It's really cold. We're getting a space heater, That's a battery-operated space heater, because there's no electricity in there. I think it's so smart, though, that you have a storage unit yeah. to do this. Well, now that things are happening again in Nebraska, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad I have it, because then I would have had to leave the gym again and be upset all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate starting over. Yeah, I... That, I mean, our gym just closed. So mm-hmm. we have, in at this point, we're just kind of, we've made it just, we're just going to create whatever we can as far as a home gym. So for us, yeah. everything is in our basement. But I have found, especially with the weather like it is right now, mm-hmm. it is very easy to just go downstairs. Yeah. Or just go to your own space that you control, that no one else is telling you what time you can be there, what time mm-hmm. you have to leave. You just control it. You don't have to worry about how gross they are. No. It's but gyms are gross. They are. <laughs> They're so gross. You remember when we talked a f- couple of episodes about, I think, was it last week? Time is just uh, yeah. flat. There, nothing makes it's sense an anymore. Um, but we talked about how things that you did that you would never do now post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think about gyms. And I yeah. specifically think of this one moment. So I think it might have been toward the end of February. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I was getting ready for what I thought would be my wedding. I just realized I never right. put my rings on today. I was like, oh man, um, it really is. Time is, doesn't ma- mean anything anymore. Um, I was getting ready for our wedding in May. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was sitting on this mat in the gym and one of my bridesmaids was concerned because she was afraid her dress wasn't going to make it in time because 
COVID-19 at the time was slowing down shipments because while the dresses that we had ordered were made in the United States, the fabric came from China. Mm -hmm. So there was some production delays. Yes. So she was concerned. I remember sitting there and I'm looking on Poshmark. I'm like, okay, we'll be fine. If we have to end up ordering, you know, from somebody like the same dress, just they've already worn it. That's fine. We'll be Mm -hmm. okay. And I think back on the fact that I'm sitting on a mat in a gym at that Mm -hmm. time, about two weeks before everything just shut down. And I'm like that mat, who knows if it had been wiped Mm -hmm. down. Like you're just like, people are just like sweating all over things. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm disgusting. (laughs) I sweat so much. It's, it's just preposterous. Yes. And so like, I've always been hyper aware that I need to wipe down everything that I touch because I'm just gross. But sometimes they run out of the wipes. Sometimes. And sometimes people who are also sweating as much as I sweat aren't wiping their stuff off before before the pandemic happened. So like thinking about that now, I just think germs. Ew. No. I see some of you still going to gyms and it makes me very uncomfortable. Now, I will say in her defense, my mom goes and swims Mm -hmm. at the YMCA that's right by her place from everything she has experienced, at least with the swimming piece of it, they've done a really nice, you have to, they only have, I think four lanes. You have to reserve a time. Mm -hmm. Um, You can only be there so much time. There's like 15 minutes between because they need time to sanitize everything. You're not allowed. So, I I mean, the second you get out of the pool, you have to put your mask on. So it seems like at least in that realm, things are okay. Yeah. But she's like, I won't go anywhere near the like weight room equipment room because people are just in there one with no masks on, but two, just like, it's just, it, it looks like a free for all. Like COVID is just like staring through the window. Like this (laughs) is my, my rubbing its hands. together. So I think that I'm not sure about here, but I know some places you're required to wear a mask when you go to the gym. Well, I know that that may be uncomfortable, like if your only option is to go to the gym, that's why it made me uncomfortable here because the gym that I have a membership at didn't. Yep. They it's didn't not require like, masks and they didn't require people to be further apart. And that makes me uncomfortable. And it does, you know, I have to just say, and I have been surprised. We haven't received any, um, I guess I haven't checked the ratings yet on <laughs> Apple Podcasts to see if anyone, no one has come after us about uh, telling people to wear masks. Um yeah. But I, I will say it is concerning. Um, the numbers are rising. Uh, it does look like we're heading. I know a, a town in Texas has already had to go back to shutting down and yep. only essential, only trips for essential needs. I'm concerned we're heading that direction yeah. everywhere. And that's the thing that's really hard is we've talked, we've talked extensively about mental health mm-hmm. so far in, in, this is the answer. So to be clear, the answer is not just open everything up so your mental health can be better. Right. The answer is this is going to take a, a an additional toll on our mental health, but we need to find a way to collectively work together so that we can safely reopen things. Yes. That that's going to require that's going to require money. Mm-hmm. That's going to require people just acknowledging that the very bare minimum thing you can do is wear a mask when you're inside. Yes, life is not going to be exactly yep. as you want it to be, but that's okay because there are so many other countries have, that have shown us you can do it. Yeah. And get back it's to it. It's possible. A, it is possible. And, you know, I know life is contentious right now because we are we're as we're recording this podcast we are one week from an election Mm -hmm. and 
I know everyone is just, there are a lot of emotions, a lot of emotions. But, you know, at some point, politics aside, we have to understand that in most cases, we are all trying to get to the same end goal. Yep. So maybe we don't fully agree on how that end goal is met, but can you can you meet me somewhere in the middle? Right. So if I'm willing to come here, if I'm willing to say, okay, we can't all just shut, the, we can't shut the country down completely and like live in our homes. Can you meet me though somewhere where I say, but let's, let's wear masks. Let's do this. Like, can yes. we just find a middle ground here? That, this is like bare minimum stuff. You should be <laughs> washing your hands anyway. You really honestly, you should. Please if you're not stay now, please. forever six feet away from me, unless I personally know you. I'm not mad about that part of it. Like I said, there are things <laughs> that I, I think I will forever be different about when I don't ever have to shake a stranger's hand again. Well, and honestly, oh, yeah. there's so many things that we are doing <laughs> that were just so gross. Like I, I will never just like go to work so sick. Yeah. Like I would do in the past. Like there yeah. are so many things that we will do differently. At least I hope we do differently. I hope it changes how businesses run. I hope it changes how we act as just humans. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a, like a growth. You know? You know, I hope so. A growing pattern. I, I do miss leaving my house. I do. I miss. You are like my only like, <laughs> and like this is, do you know how hard it is? I want to yeah. like hug you all I know, the time. I know. I hate it. I hate that part of it. Like the people you're close with, you yeah. can't like high five. You're not supposed to or hug and all yeah. that stuff. Like I do miss that, but, and I never really left my house anyway. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> but I, would like I was always option. like, I want this. <laughs> I would like the option to not leave my house. Yes. You know, like I don't want to be at home all the time because I have to be at home all the time because we've been like trying to set up like, up I know. we've been like trying to set up like different places in our house. So it's like, do you want to watch TV upstairs or downstairs tonight? <laughs> so it's like we're creating like experiences. So like yeah. when we want to watch like football, we typically go to the basement. Mm-hmm. If we're just like watching TV, whatever, we're mostly on the main level. It's it. I mean, it's what we do to like keep ourselves sane. It's like yeah. going to the basement is like this big grand like activity at this point. Uh, we even like hung a TV on the wall just to like do wow. it. And now, now Kyle is like, maybe we should get a couple more. And like, <laughs> I'm like, man, this basement is becoming like, this is where the dates will happen. We're just yes. like, all right, a, taking a date to the basement. <laughs> um, I do actually want it. You made me think of something with. So we'll start here. I have an email I want to read to you, but we'll, we'll come back okay. to that because you actually gave me a really good segue to what I want to talk about. Okay. So you talked about like how we're not supposed to high five and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. I will include this in the show notes. So if you haven't seen it, you can. But there was a moment that happened this weekend that really made me happy. Yeah. So the video is of Zach Taylor, who is the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, and he is running after Bill Callahan um, because they had played the Browns mm-hmm. this last weekend. Um, I don't even really remember what this – oh, um, I think the Browns won, like, barely. Yeah, 37 yeah. to 34. It was a good game. Um so he's running after Bill Callahan, and Bill Callahan, if you need a refresher, oh, I always forget when I um, when I Google him, there is a musician mm-hmm. also named Bill Callahan. <laughs> um, so he is currently with the Cleveland Browns as their offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Bill Callahan, offensive line coach. The reason this mattered, and I love this video, because you see Zach running across the field and like COVID aside, yeah. like this is breaking every COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. He taps 
Bill Callahan on the shoulder. Bill kind of turns around and you see this moment where he realizes who he's looking at. Elation. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like you can just see the surprise. It makes me tear up. Like I'm, I'm legitimately like, I don't know why it makes me tear up because it's the quarterback and his coach. Right. Bill Callahan was Zach Taylor's coach at Nebraska. Um, I think Bill Callahan is, is very much to credit at least partially credit for the success of Zach mm-hmm. since he was, since he graduated from college. I think the trajectory he has been on is a big credit to Bill. Um, I'm glad to see that like 95% of the responses to this video are positive. Right. Of course, there are some people who are like, oh, Bill Callahan sucked at Nebraska. I just need to point out like, it's been a long time. It's been like 13 years. Yeah, Get over, over it. That moment was so special to me because it remind it reminded me in that moment, which we talked a little bit about, sports are more than just the game. They're more than wins and losses. Yes, those things matter, but it's about the relationships. It's about the people. And it's about it's about these little moments that you that don't happen on the field. Yeah. Or on the court or whatever. That was so cool because I just I had to imagine the way Bill felt seeing Zach mm-hmm. it's like 13 years ago he was my quarterback right he was he was the guy for like I was that was my quarterback I think right. it was like I think actually it would have been like 14 years ago 14 15 years ago but yeah. re- regardless that had to have been such a special moment and it made me like all warm right and fuzzy. I, I went back and I watched it again and I was like I got all those warm fuzzies all over Ugh. again just because it it is awesome to see like I don't I think that that I know that people probably do think about this, but not maybe like, I think it refreshed my mind a little bit how I don't want to say intimate and have people take it the wrong way, but that relationship between a coach and the quarterback, Mm -hmm. I think is very different than a lot of other relationships. And I hope it gives you some perspective too, when you're talking about, well, why does, why does Scott, like, if you don't agree with Scott Frost rolling with Adrian Martinez, now I'm going to, I have to point this out. That's not because Scott does not see the talent he has in Luke McCaffrey. He is very aware of that. And Luke is as much of, is as much as Scott's guy as Adrian is. Yep. Um, That's why you saw him on the field in different places. You wouldn't have seen him in different positions if you Yep. If he didn't think he, he trusts him to be in those other spots while Adrian is there, but there is always going to be a different kind of relationship between the quarterback and the coach. And especially in the case of Scott, having been a former quarterback, he understands what Adrian is going through, what Luke is going through, what any of the quarterbacks are going through more than anyone else. And so he's going to be very personally invested in them. The thing with Zach Taylor. So I'll tell you a quick story about him outside of the fact that I have a life-size cardboard cut out of him in my basement, <laughs> um, which I got from the university. Like I worked in admissions for Nebraska for a couple of years. And that was like my one thing that I was able to like snag away. And yeah. it's amazing. Um, but aside from that, when I was, when I was like about eight, mid nineties. Mm-hmm. So, you know, eight or nine, um, my grandpa got me a hat after the 1995 football season. Mm-hmm. And the entire point of this hat was to have quarterbacks that I felt were great at Nebraska to sign them. Yeah. So to be clear, it wasn't every quarterback. It wasn't a quarterback that everyone felt was great. It was just like, if you felt like a quarterback deserves to sign this, you will. Right. So Tommy Frazier signed it. Scott Frost signed it. Eric Crouch signed it. I wanted Brooke Beringer to sign it, unfortunately, but was unable to, um, which... 
I always feel like he signed it in like yeah. in spirit. Yeah. His signature should be there. Um, but after after Eric Crouch, I just didn't have anyone sign it. Not mm-hmm. because I just I didn't I don't know. Just nothing struck me over that time period. And then when Zach Taylor came in, and I mean, this is a person who took nothing and made everything of it. Mm-hmm. Like Zach, when you look back at what he did, really was great for Nebraska. Yeah. He was able he was able to work with so little and make yeah. it happen. He he does he deserves like all the credit credit in the world. And I remember the first time I asked him to sign it, he refused. He was like, I do not belong on this hat. There's no reason my name should be with any of these individuals. Mm-hmm. And so it took a second time asking and like going to an autograph signing he did. So for the record, I went to college at the same time as Zach Taylor. <laughs> so the first time I asked, it was simply me just asking in school. Yeah. The second time I had to physically go to an autograph session because I was like, if you're here, you can't say no to this. Right. And I remember he looked at me and was like, I do not belong on this hat, but if you ever decide to part with it, give me a call. I would like it. Yeah. I have not given him a call <laughs> to take it yet. But he signed it. He's the last quarterback from Nebraska that signed it at this mm-hmm. point. You know, maybe somebody else will along the way. I've had I've had feelings like maybe Joe Gans should have signed it. Like I've mm-hmm. had thought processes of like maybe somebody else deserves it. But all I know is that Zach, in my mind, deserved to be – listed with yes. with yes. the Scott Frost, the Eric Crouch, the Tommy Frazier. Yeah. I believe he deserved to be on that list. Yeah. And I still think that way. And I think him being a head coach, you see this. Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine if you're Bill Callahan, this has to just make you feel so good. Yeah. Because here is somebody who took, like I said, <laughs> not much. Yeah. And look what he has turned it into. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I can't, I don't know if he'll make the Cincinnati Bengals everything everyone wants and more, but you know, he'll give it the good college drive. <laughs> right, right, um, right. But I think Zach has a long, long career in the NFL ahead of him. I, I, I think he'll be an, I think he'll be a head coach for a while, whether that's at Cincinnati or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He's, he's too smart. He's too good. He's too, um, He's incredibly, he's just incredibly nice. I was just going to say, <laughs> he is one of the nicest people I've ever yeah. Had the pleasure of talking to. Yeah. Like legitimately just and, a nice human being. And someday he will finally become active on Twitter and he will search <laughs> his name and he will find every single time I have tweeted about that damn cardboard cutout in my basement and be only <laughs> slightly freaked out. Like I know, um, I know Michael Severe has talked about yeah. telling him, so he's aware it's yeah. just, it's not been so present for him. So at some point in his lifetime, yeah. he will be, pre- he will be more presently aware of the amount of photos that <laughs> I've taken of that cardboard cutout. Um, but I mean, it's just made me happy. Uh, you know, Nebraska losing to Ohio state. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's, it's stunk. I don't know who some of you were that really thought Nebraska was going to win. I did think it would be a, so I had settled on 52 27 and Mm -hmm. that was after, I think I was at 42 17 at one point. Like I was all over the board. Like I was like, I had Nebraska covering by the end. I had them not covering at one point. Like I was all over the spectrum. Mm -hmm. I had no idea where to go with this. I, I think it was better. I do. Yeah. Um, but I understand that there was some frustration and I think, when that frustration comes, there are some individuals that are quickly meeting that with this, this, the people are garbage, right? They suck. They're the worst. Why are you playing that? 
I mean, somebody created a TikTok account just to comment on stuff that like Luke McCaffrey should be starting. And it's like, I get it. Fandom creates this, Mm -hmm. but we also have to remember like it is bigger. It is bigger than just the game. Bigger picture than that. Yeah. And I mean, yes, no, you don't want your team to just like always lose and be like, oh, it's Uh, fine. They're great people. Um, (laughs) Right. But I, I think when you are, when you're not able to see, you know, Adrian Martinez is, is a human being. Mm -hmm. He is a person. He's not perfect, but he has feelings. Yeah. And I think when you can kind I think you have to be able to step back and be like, do they deserve to be treated with such vile, like some people are just vile. Yeah. I just went ahead and stayed for the most part. Aside from, I didn't look at other people's comments. I made my own snarky comments. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love a good snark. Like if you were hoping that your relationship with anyone in Ohio was still withstanding, maybe go there and see who punches you in the face first. Um, I think I said something <laughs> like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I think that um, I, I just don't sometimes I get frustrated because I don't understand what the hell people want exactly. You're pissed off because Nebraska started off their asterisk of a season playing Ohio State, who they already had to play this season. Then you're mad because you suddenly thought they would win against Ohio State. So, like, wh- like what were your exact expectations? Because that doesn't mesh with me. Like, it doesn't make sense that you'd be pissed that they're starting because you think they're going to get their asses beat by Ohio State, but then they lose and get their asses beat by Ohio <laughs> State, and now you're pissed because they lost. I don't get it. I don't, yeah. I, I mean, I understand Nebraska at some point needs that signature you win. Yeah, turn and the I, corner. I think Wisconsin, I think the Wisconsin matchup had that, potential mm-hmm. unfortunately I think some of the like shine has worn off because as we now know um so they're they're starting quarterback oh gosh let's just let me like I just I'm I'm gonna just go pull up the story on it because I don't want to like um uh <laughs> let me just let me let me find it this is me always like you're th- like this is where you say like hey Aaron you could have just had this stuff pulled up before you're right <laughs> um but that would have required me thinking that I wanted to talk about this <laughs> so um okay long story short um Jack Cohn who is is Wisconsin's starting quarterback mm-hmm. or was Wisconsin's starting quarterback a week ago today from the day that we are recording so one week in past he unfortunately had to have surgery on his right foot he is not expected to immediately return Mm -hmm. so Graham Mertz who um had he came in against uh Illinois led them to a 45 to 7 win I mean he had one of the best days in Wisconsin football history 20 Mm -hmm. of 21 passes for 248 yards and five touchdowns he just went off yeah and he has tested positive for COVID-19. Now, he has only tested positive with the daily rapid antigen test that the Big Ten requires. We are still waiting on the results of his PCR nasal swab test to confirm the diagnosis. I will say they probably already know. I'm guessing he's not playing. Right. Um, because they're not going to tell you until Saturday. But he was not at practice yesterday. But he was also not the only one not at practice. The backup behind him 
Chase Wolf, who's a sophomore, he played the final drive for Wisconsin against Illinois. He also <laughs> was not at practice. Mm-hmm. There's reason to believe that he has also tested positive for COVID-19. Now, this was something that I will say Penn State coach James Franklin brought up last spring. He's like, do you not have your quarterbacks have meetings together? Because if one of them has COVID, yeah. now do all of them have COVID? And now you are without a quarterback. Right. So this is actually something that people have thought about multiple Multiple times. Yes. Um, to be clear, uh, Wisconsin basically said they won't comment on individual student-athlete cases or coaches. Uh, Paul Crisp, Wisconsin's coach, he said that he cannot comment, but he expected the game to still be played. Um, he he felt confident, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> so, I mean, the Wisconsin game, in my opinion, after Ohio State, like had this potential and it still does had the potential though to be the signature win that nebraska has been looking for right unfortunately now if nebraska wins it's going to come with an asterisk because people are going to be like well they didn't have and they they had to play with their four-string quarterback right now to be clear if anyone is capable of playing with their fourth fourth strings fourth string quarterback and winning it would be (laughs) Wisconsin. wisconsin so i still think that there's some there's, 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 this is not a game that Nebraska can be like, oh yeah, we can win. I think there's still right. some shine to winning this game. Yeah. Honestly, you need to win any game, mm-hmm. but yeah, it does. Like it, I, I get that from a fan perspective where you're like, we just need the signature right. win. And it's just like the football gods aren't letting you have it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of, or maybe it's just the people that I see who are either retweeted or that I'm following who are commenting on somebody else. To me, it seemed like there was legitimate, I don't know if you want to call it hope, that Nebraska would get would get them, would get Ohio State. And I just don't, I don't think. That first drive was great. Right. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I can't believe that they scored on the first drive. Holy guacamole. Mm-hmm. Well, that shook the rust off for Ohio State because that didn't last very long. No, Ryan Day was like, excuse me? Yeah. Hell no. No, I'm we're not playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do think that winning against a team like Wisconsin, regardless of the circumstances behind said win, is it's a win, and it's against a team that you haven't been able to beat. Yeah. Regardless, you know, and this is this is this is what we take knew. what you can get. We knew this about this season. Like yes. we knew this season was going to present challenges. Like yeah. I have been asked, do you even think the Wisconsin game is going to get played? I assume so. But yeah. if you look at if you look at everyone else, when the, this comes out, it'll be Wednesday. It could all change. But like everybody has been running these things down to the wire. Like yeah. no one is canceling or postponing, which by the way, no, the big 10 cannot postpone. So if you're someone who's like, Oh, just postpone the game. No, nope. you can't. There is literally no time to do it. Um, they will go down to the wire on Friday when those tests come back. Now, yeah. if say Friday comes and, a third of I, I was almost about to say Iowa. A third of Wisconsin <laughs> yeah. team ends up coming back positive uh, for COVID. Yeah. Well, then that totally changes things. Like yeah. suddenly now you're not getting on a plane. You're not going to Nebraska to play this game. So yeah. I, I I assume that the game is going to be played. I am operating as such. I've had my credential request approved, so I am supposed to be in the press box. Um, but you know, I think all we can do is just take it one day at a time. And honestly, if Nebraska is able to play a game on Saturday against a Wisconsin team, I really don't care who is the quarterback or not. If Nebraska can play that game and somehow win it, it is enough of a signature win in 2020.
Right. This whole entire <laughs> this entire season has an asterisk anyway. Yes. So whatever. Take take what you, you can take get. What you can get. I literally looked at a high school team in Nebraska who ended their season two and two. Because that is the total amount of games they were able to play. It was right. four games. They went two and two. At this point, every single week, not to sound like, oh, this is going to sound really disgusting. Every week is a gift. But, like, <laughs> it is. It so is. So just, like, roll with it. And just remember that, like, the people who are doing this are doing this for really, one, because they love it, but also for our enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And these are people and yeah. again, so when you, to bring it all back to Zach Taylor and Bill Callahan in these full circle, full circles, when you have these moments where you're like, I want, I want my team to be better, totally fair and valid. Right. That is fine. And you have every right to express that, but maybe don't call people names on Twitter. It's just not worth it in general ever. But why, why do you have to be so vile because of it? Honestly, specifically football. Yeah. Like knock it off sports are supposed to be fun right and you're sucking the fun out of it by being a jerk I will tell you the best thing that has ever happened to me was so I was I always tell people I was a graduate of the University of Nebraska Mm -hmm. I grew up in Nebraska I have cheered for the Huskers now Mm -hmm. I will say in the last decade of my life I have stopped because I knew I wanted to work in the media so for me what happens on a Saturday, the outcome does not affect my day. I right. don't care. Win, yeah. or lo- win or lose, my day goes on. I enjoy whatever. Yeah. I, I watch games more to see if I see improvement in areas versus yes. like how the outcome of it. Co- now, like as a member of the media, yeah, when, when Nebraska wins, life is so much better. Mm-hmm. Y'all are much more pleasant. Yes. On, a lot nicer. Yeah. Y'all are much, you're much easier to deal with. But like. I just have to say, like, other than that, it doesn't matter. And so I think, I think for so many people, I think the best thing you can do is just keep, keep that energy, like keep yeah. your energy for wanting Nebraska to, like, you can have high expectations. Absolutely. No one is telling you that. But if you find yourself getting so upset that you want to go and like say something just so vile to somebody on Twitter, I don't care if you don't. think- just don't do it. I don't care if you think like, well, they're 18, they're an adult, I can say whatever I want. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't be speaking to anyone that way. No. So when I say like, don't talk to a kid like that, you may be like, he's not a kid, he's, a, he's an adult. Fine, don't talk to adults like that. Right. It doesn't matter. Don't talk to other human beings that way. I have heard <laughs> horror stories along the lines of things that have been said to players. And again, this all affects your mental health. Mm-hmm. So just try to be better to people and just like this year in 2020. If you're that mad, just go ahead and log off. Just log off. Go for a walk or something. I mean, I know it's a lot of you don't live in Nebraska. So like <laughs> go enjoy the weather that we can't enjoy. Right. It is 17 degrees out. Today. I was watching the game in Arizona and they were like, oh, it's 85 degrees at sunset. I was like, I go to hell. Right. First and foremost. Get the hell out of my house. Um, I need to turn this game off because I'm offended by this <laughs> comment. But yeah, just go do something. I have found that like for myself, my mental health is so much better if I can just even get like 15, 20 minutes of a workout in. Right. Even if it's just something like last night, all I did is some strength training that was it. That was all I had time for. I feel so much better. That's what works for me. Right. Find the thing that works for you. Trust me. I wasn't me. like thrilled with the, the outcome of the game because I feel like I had probably, it wasn't like super high expectations. I, I thought just it wanted to see, uh, I did too. 
And I think that was what my expectation was. Yeah. But you know what I did? I took a nap. It was great. Naps are good. Like, I, I don't have, I just don't, I don't understand why, why there is time to go and be just vile to other human beings because of a sport, a sporting event. Yeah, because here's the thing. What, what the moment between Zach Taylor and Bill Callahan showed me is a lot of, a lot of shit has happened. Yep. In the time since they were in Nebraska. Obviously, Bill Callahan was fired. Zach has gone on and pursued his career. Bill has gone on and continued his career. Mm -hmm. You know, the Callahan family faced a lot of criticism. Yeah. There are people who still say some really terrible thing about the Callahans. I can only speak for myself. Um, Bill was an incredibly kind I've actually met very few people who don't say Bill Callahan is incredibly nice. Right. He he was my coach when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So I feel like kind of like near and dear to him in right. some ways. Um but he he the the times that I ever met him because I was pursuing what I'm doing now while I was in college, he was always nothing but kind, um nothing but understanding mm-hmm. and patient and it didn't work out for him at Nebraska to be Nebraska's coach, but that changed nothing about who he is. Right. And people also don't think about the fact that he had a son who went to Nebraska during that time, played on the lacrosse team. So he, his son literally is an alum of the university. Right. I mean, at some point we have to remember these are people. And if the people that we have, like, I mean, I've heard the stories of when Bo Pelini's kids had people screaming at their softball games or their baseball games at at them about, like, how bad their father was. I don't care what your thoughts are on Bo Pelini. That should not be allowed. That kid, and that is a legitimate kid when he was in that situation, doesn't need you yelling about his father at his baseball game. Same thing with... Bill Callahan's son, when he was at Nebraska, he didn't deserve people telling him how much his father sucked. Right. Because his dad just didn't pan out as Nebraska's football coach. To go out of your way to tell him how much you don't care for him and his family is just a place that I can't ever understand. I can't get get myself there. If you don't like somebody, just go on with your day. Move on. Move on. You do not, like, we do not all like each other. Right. We can't, not everyone is going to like us. And that is something that like, I, I'm as a, like somebody who wants people to like me. Like I have to tell myself that all the time. You don't even like everyone. So not everyone can like you. <laughs> right, right. Like, just don't do that stuff. Grow up. Just grow up. So when I saw, when I saw that moment between Zach and Bill, for some reason it made the last like 14 years, like just feel a little bit better where I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm so glad to know that like they have this relationship, they have this understanding, they have this like love and respect for one another. And that when the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals gets done, his team has just lost. The thing he does is go and track down his old coach because he just wants to give him a hug. COVID or not, that moment was so cool. And I love what it represents. And I hope that the people who shared it on Twitter take something from it and say, you know what? This is what makes sports great. This moment is why we do this. Yep. This is it. This in the big nutshell of why this whole thing, this is it. Right. Moments like that. Moments like that. So remind yourself. And we will, I'll include it in the show notes on hillvarsity.com because you should really look at it. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Now, I, 
I do want to read you an email. Okay. All right. I did send you the first email. So her name is Danny. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, she she messaged us, just told us a little bit about herself. Um, she's who we, uh, we actually brought her up. She's um, works in sports medicine. She works in a male-dominated field. We were just talking about women in male-dominated spaces. Yep. Um, she was nine, she was nine months pregnant at the time of the email. She never found out the gender of her baby. She just wanted, she just wanted to be able to like go into it very much with an open mind, not doing the whole pink, blue, bows, footballs, yeah. whatever, just like. I'm having a baby. That's right. exciting. <laughs> um, and she just said, I'll love my daughter if she's a girly girl. I'll love her if she's a tomboy. It doesn't matter. You know, she played softball. So she's like, if she wants to play softball, I'd be pretty jacked about that. Right. Like she didn't say that. I'm I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but um, she was like, I just, I want them to basically know that anything is possible for them. Mm-hmm. So, and I will end up forwarding you this after okay. this. She followed up last Thursday and said, I just wanted to pass along that Maddie arrived last week. And as expected, I've received a lot of bows and pink and purple clothing in excess, but I wanted to just pass along another anecdote about gender roles. She said, I put her in a Husker onesie as any newborn in this state would be, be put mm-hmm. in, in the hospital. And when the pediatrician came in, they remarked, oh, it looks like dad dressed you one step at a time, I guess. And she said we had permission to share. And the reason yeah. I'll forward it to you now, she's, she shared the photo of Maddie. I, first and foremost, Danny, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations. Maddie is healthy and beautiful and just looks absolutely perfect. Um, I just want to say, and this is what I responded to her with, outside of congratulations. Right. Um, her daughter is so fortunate to have her because she's going to grow up knowing that anything is possible. So if she wants to wear bows, she can wear bows. If she wants to wear bows with her football Jersey, she can wear bows with her football Jersey. If she just wants to wear the football Jersey, it's fine. There's no, there's the thing that is so like, I, I don't know, like in my case, like how I got so lucky because I don't know sometimes if my mom necessarily thought about it. I think this is just who she was, Mm -hmm. but I went through about every phase in my life. I went through phases where I'm like, I'm only wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts. But like mm-hmm. that made me no less of a little girl than when I was like, I'm going to wear only limited two. And like, yeah. I mean, as I grew up, I was figuring out who I was. Yep. And I, I was very fortunate to have the mom that I did that made it in my, my world very much just a part of my everyday life that like anything I wanted to do was possible. And like, I didn't fully understand I don't think I fully understood like gender roles mm-hmm. until I got much older, but they do say that it's usually around like eight and I might be, I might be actually giving more age that like girls start to question their bodies, mm-hmm. um, their place, how smart they are. It's pretty young. Like yeah. most girls stop getting interested in, interested in science and math very young. And this goes back to, if you see it, you can believe it, you can be it. So I love the fact that Danny is just like, I'm here, whatever she wants. Like, great. Like I'm, she, Maddie 20 years from now is going to feel so much more empowered by whatever choices she makes in life because of of that. Yep. I'm like getting emotional because I'm like thinking about how, Honestly, I don't mean I love that you're getting emotional. <laughs> I'm just, I'm saying I, I agree with you. I love this all. Okay. <laughs> like it just, just I'm reflecting on how lucky I was mm-hmm. as a kid. Like as I got older, I didn't think that the career path that I was choosing was quite, or, or that I wanted to do was 
as possible as I know it is now. That part was hard for me because I was older and I just didn't have those examples. But when I'm thinking about that email and like you saying what you had, my parents, specifically my mom, didn't care about any of that. Mm -hmm. She didn't force the gender roles on me. Like Mm -hmm. she loves to tell the story about how my cousins were all getting Barbies and I was getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they, they like jacked me up. I was like Mm -hmm. obsessed or, or playing basketball or she didn't care if didn't like force putting me putting makeup on. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't get those, those kinds of gifts. It was, she just paid attention to who I was as an individual little person and just kind of cultivated that. And honestly, like, I think that the only reason I'm, like, not to be like, I'm awesome, but the only reason you I are am awesome, <laughs> the only reason I'm awesome and comfortable in my own skin in certain situations is because of that upbringing. Mm-hmm. So, like, Maddie is super lucky to have you as a mom. So lucky. And she's super, lucky. super cute. She's like, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll send it. She's, it's just so sweet. She has a bow on her, oh but she's got goodness. this little like baseball kind of tee on. Yes. It's perfect. I want that outfit. I know, I right? They need to make like, they need to make like, yeah, the sweatpants look great. Right? Actually, Maddie, give a, I, I need Danny. I need you to t- tell Maddie to tell us about her fashion. Yes. Just get her, a, get her an Instagram now. Get her as an influencer. <laughs> you know, that's the thing for myself that I've always really struggled with. Um, even in my adult life is, people look at me and they think, well, you like fashion and you like clothes and you like this stuff. And oh, you like the real housewives. I mean, to be fair, I don't really actually like the real housewives. <laughs> I just, I just like a little bit of drama that I has nothing to do with me. Off, I can't you. <laughs> but like, for some reason, there's this belief system that that somehow changes my ability to understand and care about sports. Right. It somehow makes me less of an expert. And, you know, I don't need to sit in prove to anyone what I am and am not capable of. I will be honest. I have messed things up. I've misspoke before. Uh, it happens. Cause you're a human being. We're humans. And I, I, I'm aware that like that flashlight gets shown. It, it's very bright. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a floodlight when something is, when I, when I say something incorrectly, people are just going to come like right at me. Yep. So, you know, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I guess the biggest thing that like I can give an example of is last week for Ohio State week, I was really fortunate. A few different outlets reached out to me uh, to do, I did two different podcasts for Ohio State outlets. I did um, a written piece for 11 Warriors. They are huge. Um, they're, they've always been big supporters of mine and I appreciate them. Yeah. Um, and then I was asked to be on a like local TV show. In in the past, like I would have approached those like, I have to go into these like if I, if I'm like even like half like half a step wrong on any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't give like an exact score prediction, if I if I'm not like a hundred percent right about everything, like yep. everyone's gonna, I don't care anymore. If you read that, I actually made fun of my score predictions to eleven warriors because I was like, I'm all over the place. I'm here. I'm there. Now I have them, you know, covering by one. I don't even right. care. <laughs> I hope people saw the joke in it because it was very much me just like making light of right. the fact that nobody knew what was happening. Yeah. Um, but I don't care anymore. Yeah. If you, if you watched anything I did or listened to anything I did and you're like, wow, you're stupid. Great. I don't cool. care. You know, I do this for a living. I feel pretty good about my knowledge. Yeah. I understand I could always know more, but if you think that you could do it better, you're welcome to challenge me to it. Right. I don't need to prove myself to you, but you are more than welcome to go out there and fight for this job. If you think that you deserve it. Right. Because and I'm like, hate to maybe sound biased here, but 
I guarantee you can't do your job better than Aaron. So thanks uh, to all them haters. See ya. <laughs> I mean, not to like just be like you know what totally patters pat ourselves on the back, <laughs> but we really are just a power team. Yeah, and Sorry we're just taking it. over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know what got me over that because I used to have that fear too. Like mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable doing anything but being a smart ass. Yeah, and like actually. Like because talking about how many times as we grew up, like if you, you almost like women use being funny mm-hmm. as like the thing to like make up for. It's right. like, we almost use like the, the sarcasm and the funny. Now I, I like love the humor. Like I right. totally love your humor. <laughs> I just think though that that's unfortunately so many times we would use that as almost a defense mechanism. Right. Well, and I like any show that show that I've been a part of, I've always been an active producer, but mm-hmm. I didn't, it took me a really long time dependent on the circumstance for me to open up and actually talk about anything other than just being a smart ass. Like when at my previous employer, they asked me to do score predictions every week for two years in a row. And I'm like, okay, Those <laughs> like stress we're me doing out. it. I know because you automatic, I think automatically as females were like, oh my God, if I'm not even close, like, ugh, I just don't even want to hear about it. I just want to log off mm-hmm. <laughs> forever because, but I was like, this is my honest opinion. This is what I honestly think is going to happen. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's a freaking prediction. I mean, like, on the Varsity Club podcast last week, um, I I said, or so Jacob had said that he didn't think that Luke McCaffrey would play anywhere else because why would you take that risk? Right. And I had said previously, and I don't even remember if I, I, I said it in a couple of places that you don't keep talent off the field. Like yeah. McCaffrey is going to get in. Like, here's the difference. But, and I want to be very clear on this. Jacob is smarter than me times a million. He's he's very bright. He's smarter than all of us. Yeah. There are very few people in this world like Jacob Padilla. So I yes. am no way sliding him. I'm just saying that if that had been reversed and I had said what he did about Luke McCaffrey and he had said what I did about Luke McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. I would have been hearing about it. Yep. People would have been like, hey, you remember when you said that like Luke wouldn't get anywhere on the field? So I actually bringing up the sarcasm tweeted that I was like oh what was that about Luke McCaffrey <laughs> and I was like like yeah. that's the thing and again I'm not saying that because like Jacob deserves any heat for that he he his point right. was incredibly valid yep. I mean honestly that's a that's a risk by playing Luke McCaffrey in other spots is yep. that he could get injured and now you could be in a Wisconsin situation where you don't have exactly your first and second <laughs> or third string quarterbacks mm-hmm. because of injury or something else so his point was incredibly valid I just thought, felt like I don't see how they keep talent off the field. I think you have to play him somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're not confident in the other players at that same position. Right. I'm if you're, saying. if you have a big question mark at wide receiver, he helps out. Yes. I, but the, I just want to point that out that if the shoe had been on the other foot, if that had been reversed, I would have been hearing about that. Oh yeah. Because it is like, I remember your former show that you were on. If I ever said anything on that show that somebody didn't agree with, I had it. Tweet about it in three and a half Immediately. seconds. And it's like, I'm fine with criticism. I'm right. fine with you disagreeing, but I'm not fine with when you only point it out. Right. You don't seem, you seem very quiet when if I'm If there right. was a misstep made by my male counterpart, you were not lighting his ass up. No. It's just because I'm a female and you think somehow, regardless of if you actually are aware that you believe it or not, some part of you, when you are attacking me for misspeaking, mm-hmm. when, if my male counterpart had done the same thing, you wouldn't say something to them. Mm-hmm. Part of you thinks that I am lesser than you. Yep. There's, that is what you are saying to me. It's just a constant, it's just constantly trying to get, it's just constantly trying to prove. Yes. I don't know what I'm talking about. And yeah. that I think is like, 
it's hard. There are days where it's very challenging and I have to like, I have to go remind myself of like, at least in my opinion, my worth. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have stopped for the most part caring what other people think because I have worked really hard to get here. You have worked yeah. really hard to be where you are. If if somebody feels that they can do your job better, which by the way, they can't either. Like <laughs> you're I brag, welcome. You're welcome. To I brag try. about you to a lot of people. It's just it's very like it's it's fine. I just brag about you to a lot of people. And here's the other thing. Like th- that's not to say like I don't think that either one of us thinks that we're like king of I mean shit I, mountain. Like I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but we also know the hard work that we've put in to get where we're at. Mm-hmm. I'm never done learning. Neither are you. But to say or try to attack us and say that we're not good at our job because you don't agree with an opinion is dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry to be that blunt, but I am good at my job because I have lots of years of practice. Yeah. We, <laughs> like, I've, I've gotten better with time of doing physical said job. I work really hard to understand, like, what you guys, what you like. So when people when people compliment the Hale Varsity social account or like, oh, you guys do great work. It's not all, um, it's, it's not all me. I have a great support system and team of people around me that help and provide input and provide feedback. Um, Derek Peterson is incredibly, incredibly smart when it comes to this type of engagement and stuff as well. So I'm in no way saying that like, it's all me, but a lot of it has my fingerprints all over it. And that's where it's like, I've worked really hard and I'm continuing to work really hard because I want this to be something that when you, like I said on Saturday before the Ohio State game, I I turned to Kyle, my fiance, and I said, I will consider today a success if I walk away from it and people feel like they had the same game day experience they would have had otherwise. Like Mm -hmm. I want them to feel like everything is normal. Like nothing, nothing is weird right now in this this world. And I, I think people got that experience. Yes. Um, that's, that, that's the thing is like with you, you're constantly pushing and trying new things and doing different things and in learning and growing when people, I want to offer up feedback. I'm okay with it. I'm fine with feedback. Like, right. please leave us a review, by the way. Leave us a review. And if, if you don't give us five stars, it's fine. I'll just track you down and have a co- quick conversation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I, I appreciate legitimate feedback. Somebody told us that in our intro, they didn't like the grammar of how our intro says, except when I'm not. They wanted to say, except when we don't. Yeah. And I thought about that. And I think it can go either way. I, it, it, mm, I, I agree with you but I kind of like the quirkiness of it at this point. Yeah. We might change it at some point down the road, but that's just where we are right now. But I appreciate that feedback right? because I'm glad that you've said it because I had thought of it at one point and kind of was like, eh, I'm okay with this. I'm good with feedback. I'm mm-hmm. good with you telling me like, yeah, I like this, but maybe not so much this. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is when you start attacking because you think as a woman, there's something in that person did do that. That's right. I don't want to imply that they did not do that right, at all. Right. Um, but there are people who do that, that yeah. are like, okay, well, you just, you silly woman. Like if you only understood this and it's like, no, that yeah. is where I'm not good with this. Or the, you're Mm-mm. cute. Oh, that's so cute. You're so cute. Oh my. I will fight you. So many swear words are going through my head right now. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I will fight you. Leg- and honestly, like not physical we make fight that you, the name. but we will fight we you. We will fight you. <laughs> it's like nobody understands until they Bonus get to the content. very end. We will fight. That's the name. Yep. That's the name of the podcast <laughs> and mic drop. Bye. See you next week. All right. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
No, but I, I, I know what you mean. I just think it is frustrating and it, and it's hard unless, unless, you, unless you're in this position, it's being a woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard to understand from the opposite, you, like sex. It's just it impossible for you to understand. It's the same just reason. Be as, aware of what you're saying as, as a, as a white person, I cannot speak to the experience of a person of color. I just can't, I, I can't, I can, I can try to empathize and understand and like s- try to see through their lens, but they have the experience. Yep. I do not. And so I think that's a big thing is like so many times, so many of us just need to step back and be like, I don't understand. And that's okay. Because that person yep. is telling me this is their experience. Listen more, speak less. That reminds me of Hamilton. I really need to watch <laughs> Hamilton. He says talk more, or he says smile more, talk less. That's yeah. the Hamilton thing. No, I just want to go well, watch I Hamilton. I guess I'm watching Hamilton. We'll fight you, and I'm watching Hamilton And I'm watching week. Hamilton this week. <laughs> but keep emailing us. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I love, you know, love Danny, when thank we get you. emails. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, you made we, me emotional, Danny. I know. She we are such a good mama. <laughs> we're at mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com. You can tweet at us. I'm at Aaron Sorensen. I'm at Sasha... 72. I knew it. It's at, it's at <laughs> Sasha 72. I've got it memorized now. Um, but we, we love hearing from you. Uh, feel, feel free to please leave us a rating. Your ratings help significantly on our shows. Um, just getting them in front of people. Share this podcast with somebody that you think might like it. Yeah. Share it with somebody that you think might not. Um, but don't tell them not to leave us a rating. <laughs> um, no, but we just appreciate uh, you joining us every week. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's going to be warmer next week. So maybe we'll not talk about the weather yeah next week we'll see i don't well, know maybe i mean it's at some point at some Depends point we'll just, saturday goes we'll just have rusty dawkins <laughs> on this podcast to talk with us about the weather yes if this continues yes so all right all right well thank you we'll we will be back i i was gonna say like three things i was gonna say we'll talk to you we'll be back we will do both of those things next wednesday right we'll talk to you we'll be back next wednesday yep goodbye okay, <laughs>